Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for checking out another episode. Today's features Nashville Rockers Lydia's Castle. Had a great time hanging out with them via Zoom the other day and talking about their debut EP and uh, talking about some of the songs and stories behind the songs and just had a lot of fun with this. And uh, do, uh, do want to let you know, it does kind of cut off abruptly. We had a little technical difficulty there towards the end. Hope you enjoy this one. And uh, big thanks again to Lydia's Castle for doing the show. Catch them here in uh, St. Peter's, Missouri at Diamond Music Hall, June 18th with Inimical Drive. Do want to remind you, as always, Rock Paper Podcast is brought to you by Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler. Located here in St. Louis, Missouri, over in the Maplewood area. Stop in and visit them for some uh, beard oils, beard balms, junk powder, all kinds of great products. Anything to take care of that beard and mustache of yours. And you can shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And use my code RPP15 during checkout for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. And uh, you can also come by the shop on Saturday, June 4th for their big old eight-year celebration party over there. Got some live music, some snacks, um, and a bunch of uh, exclusive deals going on in the store. So come on by June 4th, Saturday, Maplewood, Missouri at Roughneck Beard Company. And uh, don't forget uh, Father's Day is coming up. Maybe get Dad some, some beard oil, some beard balms. Any uh, any of that fun stuff. So, uh, again, you can find all their products and shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. And don't forget RPP15 during checkout. Also, big thank you to Friendship Brewing Company for their continued support. Uh, you can find them in the Wentzville area. Uh, serving up all your favorite craft brews. And they got all kinds of tasty foods over there. Burgers and flatbread pizzas and nachos and pretzels and all kinds of favorites. Um, And uh, live music. You can find uh, Steve Kyle there on Friday the 3rd. Jeff Walchhauser there on Saturday the 4th. And Denver Wade Trent returns Sunday the 5th. You can find their full listing of events. Mark this on your calendar, June 25th, noon, the sixth year celebration, their luau party. They're having uh, games and drinks and uh, all kinds of fun stuff going on over there. And uh, get involved. Support this wonderful local company. Uh, Been doing some great work over there at Friendship Brewing Company. Again, you can find their full menu of beers, food, and live music at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And uh, be sure to tell them Shane sent you. That is it for me, everybody. If you need me, of course, you can always find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of these uh, Lydia's Castle tunes. And with all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy this brand new episode with Lydia's Castle. Um, a podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio, it's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Rock, paper, podcast. Scissors, beat, paper, paper covers rock. Rock beats is the shame, covers nonstop, never know what. New kind of guess that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot, could be rock, folk, country, or hip hop, jazz. All kind of folks that he has, could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh on the Rock, paper, podcast. Double decker, fudge round, rolling round town, shame coming at you. Live and direct from ground zero, he's your hero, he's your bestie. Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out via Zoom with Lydia's Castle. Welcome, hey, what's up? Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks for, having for having us. us. This is uh, this is cool. I'm glad to be here, hanging out, uh, and getting to talk some brand new music. Uh, I think this is really like, uh, I mean, I've known of you guys for a while uh but this is the first like we really kind of i think in depth get to talk and stuff so which is exciting uh you know i've seen you at various shows around town and uh i've been i mean i've been I've known uh tanya for for, for <laughs> many years yeah so like uh but this is uh this is cool i'm glad to be here getting to know a little bit more about lydia's castle so mm -hmm. uh i yeah. guess before we get going too far do you all want to uh properly introduce yourselves for for everyone listening yeah sure so uh i'm tanya i'm the vocalist in lydia's castle my name is cody i'm a guitar Corey, bass player john drawer yeah <laughs> and, and you guys are uh currently in uh nashville is that right that's right yeah nashville yeah. tennessee yeah uh well that, that's what's cool i think uh it's fun to do these uh different zoom uh ones over to link up with people across the country and stuff and uh but you guys have roots to st louis obviously uh mm -hmm. uh spent quite a bit of time here but now in uh nashville trying to uh trying to do the thing yep yeah so like um you know cody he's from st louis the st louis area mm -hmm. and uh that's kind of like how we met and got into the whole you know the whole music scene and um you know that's kind of like how you and i met as well mm -hmm. And, uh, and then we just, you know, we ended up being in Nashville and that's just kind of how this whole thing came about. Yeah. What, uh, so I guess, uh, you two, uh, have known each other, um, and, uh, the rest of the guys joined on, uh, what pr pretty recently, but I guess what's the, where do you consider the, uh, the beginning of Lydia's castle? What was like, uh, really the, the original start? Uh, you guys been a couple of years now or or a couple of months or how do you, what do you. Yeah. So the story goes is that we've uh, Tanya and I, we've known each other for over a decade at this point, we've been together for about nine years <clears throat> or over nine years, excuse me. But Lydia's castle, we didn't start actually writing music together probably until uh, early 2020 around mm -hmm. the time that the pandemic hit. And uh, we, started writing songs together, figured that we would, should probably start something because now is better than never at this point, right. you know, everything is 
basically getting a restart. So we thought that we should too. And we started this band and found John and then later found Corey and we've just been playing shows and writing music. And we just re recorded and released an EP as well. So uh, all within the first year. So it's, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, everything I've heard so far sounds great. Uh, you know, you guys, uh, been leaking out some of those, uh, songs and, uh, I figured to be, uh, we'll talk about some of these, but, um, so I get, did it just start with, uh, like, uh, an acoustic guitar and, and start writing some, some of these demos out or did you guys, uh, yeah, the, uh, the majority of everything that, um, that we wrote early on at the very least started on acoustic guitar. Uh, that's, I've always heard that that's just the best way to write songs. It's you're limited to a box with strings on it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You kind of have to make something out of it. And if the song sucks acoustically, then it's probably going to suck <laughs> with electric instruments as well. So yeah. that's kind of the ultimate, uh, the ultimate tester of songs. You know, it, it doesn't sound good with just an acoustic guitar and a voice. And if it does, then you have a song. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think like, that's some of my favorite stuff. Like, I mean, I like uh, hearing the early demo versions of stuff or B sides, and you know, some of the uh, some of those things like that. Hearing like where it started um, compared to what original, you know, becomes what we know of the song on the recording, ultimately. But uh, so I, I like all that stuff. I like doing a I, here in uh, St. Louis for like three years. I hosted a singer songwriter showcase, kind of like. Uh, modeled after what a lot of Nashville is kind of known for the like four mm. riders sitting on stools and playing their mm. songs. And, um, so, uh, but that's some of my favorite stuff, just like the bare bones of a song and hearing getting the stories really to shine on those and behind the lyrics and stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, people have been doing that for years and right. decades, decades. I mean, there's, it works. So why not yeah. <laughs> I continue to do it? You know, I mean, that's, the basis of any song is a chord structure and a melody. And yeah. that's you, that's what you have. I mean, that's, that's a song. So, um, honestly, it's a foolproof formula. You can't really get much better than that. Yeah. So you all reached out to, uh, uh, Jack at, uh, sick tones, right. To, to record yeah. whenever yeah. The, the time came up. Yep. Yeah, no, he's great. Um, you know, our friends in Inimical Drive that are also um, a St. Louis band as well. Um, we were we were really looking for somebody to just kind of come in and, and strike a home run with our music. And just hearing him work with Outrun the Fall, you know, Inimical Drive um, and, and many more other bands. Um, we just really kind of felt like Jack was going to be the one to just kind of like give us the home run we were looking for. And so... Uh, uh, we ended up, um, reaching out to him and, and just kind of setting it up and it, it just ended up working out really well. So we're, we were, we're really happy with the recording, with the yeah. recordings and, and how they turned out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, you guys, uh, I guess let's start at the beginning. Uh, the first single you put out there was Phoenix, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's now, uh, readily available wherever you're getting your music at and uh right. what anything you want to share around phoenix anything come to mind around this song yeah phoenix came from uh that's actually one of the first songs that tanya and I, tanya and i had uh, worked on uh that's one of those songs that started off on an acoustic guitar 
And uh, we were sitting on the couch one night and we decided that we were going to actively sit down and try to write a song. And that was one of the songs that came out. Uh, it comes from very bare bones chords, a riff here and there. And it's, that's, it's a song, you know, we were literally sitting on the couch and um, I was asking Cody, you know, what kind of ideas do you have? And he couldn't think of anything off the cuff. And so we just started looking back into his phone and this was a, this riff was a recording from 2016. And I was like, why have you never showed me this before? (laughs) And um, that's just kind of like how everything started, you know, and then with having John in the band, it just kind of, that also kind of helped develop the song even further. Got into the studio with Jack, did some pre-production with him and it grew even more. Um, But that was like, that's kind of like how Phoenix came about. And the, uh, the lyrics itself is just primarily about rising above hard times, you know, and when it was written, it was written during the COVID pandemic and shutdown, you know? So uh, we just thought that the song would be some, something good to give the world, you know, some, some good hope and a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Break down You tear me 
Well, you, again, you can find that uh, out there and uh, be sure to follow along with Lydia's castle on your uh, Facebook and Instagram for, for more info, but uh, locally here in St. Louis, and you got a, a couple other dates uh, in the, towards the Tennessee area where, but uh, here in St. Louis, we have a date on the calendar mentioning uh, inimical drive earlier, but you will be joining the stage with them on June 18th at uh, diamond music hall. Again, yep. uh, inimical drive, what the wild and free, and divide the empire and uh dj patrico with the dance party and yep. uh, and hosted by uh learn from Casey. so yeah yeah it's gonna it's that's just a stacked lineup it's gonna be a really great show one big party i yeah. mean yep and we're excited to play diamond as well we've been there a few times and yeah uh, it's a it's a great stage a great place and i'm glad that they've developed that that property into the venue that it is yes it's like inside of a mall basically mm-hmm. right yeah. So, uh, I think it's also, <laughs> what's the, uh, it's like a trampoline park next door, right? What is that? Is that, yeah. was it Coco Joe's or whatever it is? Yeah. For, I think it's been a couple of different names and things, but yeah, some kind of big, uh, kid playground over there. Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Kokomo Joe's maybe. So where you yeah. If we don't show up at the gig, it's because Corey broke his arm at the trampoline. Park yeah. Park, so. I, <laughs> I will. Yeah. If you give me one of those things, but no, we're, we're excited. We're excited to be there. And, you know, inimical, I've known those guys for years. Uh, I've played shows with them back in St. Louis in my old band. So, uh, you know, we're excited to be back in there. It's going to be a good show. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually, uh, I think the last time I saw you all was at, uh, their little listening party, uh, they had here in town. So you yeah, know, you guys were up in town for the night and so that was a, a fun evening to getting to sit and listen to some of their brand new songs. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm stoked and they, uh, everything they're putting out sounds awesome. And, uh, I'm really excited to hear the rest of it. Um, that yeah. They, yeah. They too. the listening party was great. I mean, it was really cool that they would, you know, play a song and then allow the audience to ask questions, play a song, mm-hmm. ask questions. And then at the end of it, they perform the songs live, right. you know? And, um, I thought that was really cool, but, you know, Joel and Nick and all of them, we all go way back. I mean, Cody was in the 45. I was in a band called, well, we're not going to even put that on record, <laughs> but, um, you know, like it was, it's cool that like, we've known these guys for a long time, their family to us, you know, all the way from, you know, them helping us out with Jack to, you know, the other things that they've helped us out with. So actually sharing the stage with them. Um, have you ever played a show with Inimical Drive? Yeah, I've said that. Yeah, oh, we, I've, I've, I've played a lot say. of shows with them uh, back mm-hmm. in the day. Cool. Yeah, I've never played a show with them. Yeah. So I'm really excited to share the stage with like these these guys like went to our wedding. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. they they're like family. So they're homies. Cool. Yeah. Homies. Good guys. Yeah. yeah. Professional guys. Been doing it for over 20 years. Well, I, I guess coming up on 20 years. So, yeah. um, they know what they're doing and we're excited. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, uh, that's weird to think about. I just kind of had that. I just had them on the show a bit ago and I, we kind of talked about some of that, how they've been doing it for a long time and they're, but they're like hitting milestones now as, as a, you know, some of their greatest success as a band to, you know, today and after been yep. doing it this long. And so it's cool to see that, their hard work is still continuing to pay off and they're, they're getting some of the, some of those things they've worked, you know, for. So. Yeah. 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 Inimical has been at it for a long time. Uh, every, every bit of success that they earn, um, they've, 
definitely earned in my book. Um, They're one of the bands that has been continuously, you know, working, grinding, you know, hitting hitting the road and and doing everything that they can to, to bring their, their vision to life. And, you know, uh, especially Joel, Dan and and Nick, those guys have been in it for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, hats off to those guys. We're excited to see where they go. Um, and it goes to show you that no matter how long you stick with something, eventually you're going to strike gold and people are going to recognize who you are. So I'm very excited for those guys and they've got a lot of big things coming. Yeah. Totally honored to be a part of their show. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. They always, uh, are willing to share their stage and lift others up and, uh, you know, whether it's uh, passing along contacts like Jack's name or, you know, giving you guys a stage time to, yep. to play in front of their crowd. I mean, that's, uh, you know, they're, they're good dudes and they want to support in, in any way they can. So uh, not to mention, they've been throwing shows like this for years. I mean, right. this isn't something that they just figured out how to do. They've been right. doing this for a long, long time. And that's why they have the loyal fan base that they do. That's why they can do those listening parties that we went to do. I mean, you have a band like us, you know, you may get people that show up and and may not, especially for, you know, everything that they were, that they were giving at that, at that listening party. But it just goes to show that you just got to be an honest, real hardworking band and uh, you'll get, you'll gain a following. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, again, uh, tickets available right now at eventbrite.com. And uh, I believe they are $15 and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun that night. So come on out Mm -hmm. and join us in the St. Peter's area diamond music hall on June 18th. And uh, you would, uh, you got two other summer shows in what uh, Clark's Clarksville. Is that right? Clarksville. Yep. So the weekend before inimical uh, on June 11th in Clarksville, we're going to be playing with Discrepancies, which is another yeah, uh, town band. Those guys yeah. have been killing it. Um, so we're we're pretty excited for for that show for sure. Um, and then we have another one July 23rd uh, with a band called Spider Rockets. It's going to be at the same place in Clarksville. Um, it's at a venue called The Warehouse, which is actually shutting down. And uh, we were asked to play their their. I guess we'll call it the shutdown show. Um, (laughs) It's going to be the, yeah, the going away show. It's going to be their last show at the warehouse. And that, that venue, how long has that been around Corey? Corey's from Clarksville. So that's that's his, that's his home. That's I I, I cut my teeth in that bar. It's, it's very, um, it's very sad that they're shutting down with all the history I've had there personally. And so many great national acts and up and coming bands that have, you know, shed blood and sweat there. You know, personally, it's a little bittersweet, sweet because, you know, it's it's great that they're honoring us with being able to play their shutdown show. You know, it's going to be a good time. Yeah. But yeah, very, very cool. Very cool atmosphere in there. Nice stage. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks at another venue is having to leave the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's been happening a lot down here in Nashville. I mean, I know, I know there's been some venues in St. Louis that have come, come and gone, like the Ready Room and Firebird and all of those all those places man firebird was yeah but um yeah i mean it's it's happening everywhere we're losing hopefully hopefully somebody will come up with more venues at some point when the once the money starts rolling in i don't know if you uh following along but um so ready room uh closed during the pandemic but they just announced they're moving into the old atomic cowboy location and taking that over so oh really so that'll be a a new uh you know a new space form but they'll operate under the name the ready room again so that's cool i mean yeah. i've played that place before um yeah atomic cowboy because they have like three stages there don't they 
Yeah, I think yeah. well, it's like the bootleg stage is like the small indoor room, and then they have yep. the big yeah. patio out back. And uh, like, God, it gets hot. Are they? Uh, are they? Are they going <laughs> to join those two rooms together? They're going to knock out that wall. I don't know. I mean, because they still have the restaurant side. I don't know if they're going to leave the restaurant going as as is or how what they're going to what the plan really is. But it was exciting to hear that they're back. Uh, you know, doing some some shows. That That's good news. I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. saw Lux like post about it like two or three days ago. I forgot to tell you. Yeah, not to mention that uh, <laughs> that neighborhood's pretty cool. You know, like the Grove. This yeah. is a place that's been around for a long time. So, uh, yeah, that's that's good news. And they were just moving right down the street. So, yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I think uh, I think it'd be good. I mean, that's a uh, an incredible space, and um, that patio is just a ton of fun. So, yeah, sure. uh, it stinks that it was sitting vacant as long as it was, but hopefully, uh, bring some new life to it and have a good time out there. Yeah. So. Um, now he just needs to bring the firebird back. Yeah, I do. I do believe uh, we're kind of missing that that size venue in town. I mean, we have a couple of uh, smaller spaces, but it really is not not really, uh, you know, especially for a lot of our friends in, in local bands. It's you know, it's, it was nice to have a stage that they could develop their own show and, you know, bring in, uh, you know, you could put 100 people in there and it looked like a nice big crowd and, and have a good time and on a Friday, Saturday night or something like that. And mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, it was like a 500 capacity venue or something right. like that. So, but, you, but it was, it was nice. That was yeah. really nice place. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's like, but there's just like, uh, you know, that we could, we have several around town that are kind of more than around a thousand, you know, or something like that. And it's kind of hard to, to fill up sometimes with a local show, you know, just to, sure. is it, it is what it is. It's hard to get some people out to, uh, if you don't have those big headliner names, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, those smaller rooms are always good for, to, for us. And I agree. I, I had a lot of fun, a, a lot of good shows over at Firebird. And, mm-hmm. uh, so it kind of stinks that we don't have that, that stage still, but yeah, maybe, uh, That's okay. maybe, we still have pops. Yeah, for sure. Pops is always a classic. <laughs> yeah. Just don't touch the floor with yeah. anything but the bottom of your shoes. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, let's talk about, uh, what, uh, I guess was, uh, the second, uh, single, uh, was it was falling into place, right? Yep. Yeah. Let's talk about this. And then also, uh, uh, I don't think I mentioned, but, uh, the video is available also. We need to get out there and watch those videos. They're really mm-hmm. well done. Thank uh, you. But, uh, anything come to mind around the falling into place uh song and video or recording with jack or anything uh, any any story you want to share around that one sure uh falling into place kind of started uh speaking of st louis bands i was watching like years ago when story of the year where uh they were recording their wolves album and uh ryan phillips he was you know he always posts all these these wacky things on on instagram and i love it i love i love following him he's such a, a good source of inspiration and just happiness and just a dude that's living moderately and and just does what he wants to do and i've always admired that but he likes to post guitar riff videos and there was one riff that had this like really cool little bounce thing i was like oh that kind of sounds cool and kind of modeling it off of him um but that riff kind of just developed on its own and hung around for a few years. That's another one, just like Phoenix where that's that riff has just been around for a bit. And we decided to put it, put it to use in our old practice space in our apartment. um, John would bring over his electronic drums and it would just be him, Tanya and I uh, working out 
song structures for some of the songs that you hear on the EP. And that one was just kind of one that we wrote in 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. It was a, it was a quick one. We just knew, all right, intro, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, solo, chorus, breakdown. Let's get out. So it was one of those songs that just kind of came, came pretty quick. It fell into place. Yeah, yeah. It fell into hey. place. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> the uh, the music video though, originally we were going to shoot it um, in someone's like backyard, and then we were just kind of like Cody and I were sitting on the couch, and I was just looking at like places that you can rent out to shoot videos. And we came across this prison set and I want to say like, we wrote the whole treatment for it and like a week rounded all these people up and what should have been like a 10 hour shoot. We did it in like six hours. So, um, originally it was supposed to be like a backyard thing, but then we were like, Hey, let's do this like prison idea. Cause that's cool. And it kind of goes better with the song. But, uh, I remember looking at Cody on the couch thinking, you're going to really hate me for switching this up, but I have a really cool idea. <laughs> yeah. It was a very last minute thing, but it came yeah. together really well. Uh, Austin Delamano, he writes, uh, or excuse me. Um, <clears throat> he records all of our, our music videos and he has a, a company called lighthouse studio. He's actually from Collinsville, which is kind of a small world. Uh, but we met him down here in Nashville and yeah. we just so happened to be from the same area. So it kind of felt uh, natural, you yeah. know, to, to work together and he's done an amazing job. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's fun to, I think like, uh, I've never, I've got to do just uh, a little bit of that. A buddy, uh, uh, Gabe Stroop has asked me to be like a character in one of his, uh, videos for Skyburnt white. And like, so I got to do a little bit of that, like kind of being a, being a character in the video and stuff like, but uh, I imagine, imagine something like that, like getting to whether even just being in the prison cell and stuff, kind of getting to play this, a role in a sense, uh, is probably a good time to get to do something a little different. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was cool. Cause we were just, you know, we were just on this really great, like, I guess kind of high from like Phoenix just going so well. And we were like, do we want to do what everybody else is doing? Or do we want to do something that continues to like escalate us and like separate us from, you know, everybody else. And so it was a last minute change, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, well, let's talk about one more song, uh, that on the CP and then, uh, uh, song called search for you. And this is, uh, the most recent one. And also, uh, another great video, which also features, uh, our buddy, uh, Rich, right? Yeah. From yeah. Drive, yeah, coincidentally Rich. Enough. yeah. Speaking <laughs> of inimical, yeah. Rich and, and his, uh, his girlfriend, uh, Tara came down to Nashville for a couple of days and hung out with us and they were gracious, um, with their time to allow us to shoot them. Um, not literally, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're from St. Louis, so like shooting means kind of a different term. Or not. Uh, anyway, they were gracious with their time and they helped us out and they did a tremendous job.
Yeah. Yeah. This is a really, uh, uh, I, I feel it seems like, uh, people are, are really connecting to this one. Um, especially having the video to go with it and, uh, kind of yep. help, uh, share, tell the story a little bit better, you know, having, having a deck, having the visuals go with it all. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, you guys are getting some good numbers on, uh, on the YouTube and everything else already. So it seems that people are really responding to this one. Yeah. It seems to be going over well. We were kind of afraid that the video might be a little too heavy and for some it may be, but mm-hmm. we wanted something that was, uh, not, <clears throat> just not so rock starish, if that makes sense. Like we, we actively decided not to showcase any instruments or, or anything like that in this music video. We, want, we wanted it to be a full concept of, um, a which, which a lot of people, yeah, have a love story. And that's, that's essentially what it is. And we just wanted it to be real. We wanted it to be honest and open. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe talk about things that not everybody uh, feels comfortable talking about. Um, maybe maybe because they don't feel like they have a platform to talk about that kind of stuff. But um, at the end of the day, we aim to be honest and real and open. Mm-hmm. And you just take us for for what we are. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think sometimes it's I don't know. I've always relied on music to kind of say some of the things that I feel that I don't always have the words to say myself. Sometimes, you know, there's always like these songs that really like tell my story. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know, it's always been some of my favorites. So I'm sure there's, uh, that's the case for a lot of people, I think, where they're, they're listening to this song and they can, they can connect on that level and, uh, that, you know, that you're, you're sharing this, a similar story that they re- relate to and stuff in, in many ways. So. It's great you say that. I've got a plaque in my den that says music is a literature. Music is the literature of the heart. It commences where speech ends. So that that you mentioned that like music transcends language. It allows us to express ourselves and feel things that most times words just can't convey. So, yeah, like I'm I come from a family of artistic people and especially my mom, who's a writer. But for me, I I translate my, uh, what I want to say through music rather than, than written words. Sometimes uh, I still like to write, but that's definitely where music takes off for me is exactly what Corey said. It just, where my words fail me is where music, you know, saves me in, yeah. in a sense. I think it's cool. Like, uh, you know, it's cool to dress in all leather and do just this like really awesome rocker music video right but i think also being true to yourself is like knowing when to step back and allow yourself to do something different from what everybody else is doing and search for you is just something completely different that you don't see a lot of it's not a story that is really told quite often and um yeah it it ended up resonating really well with people i think that showing a vulnerable side like that's healthy that's okay to do so yeah for sure well, getting out, find all the, find all the tunes, uh, out there, wherever you're getting your digital music at today. And, uh, you, uh, and we have physicals, right? You have uh, a couple of physical copies. Uh, yeah. yeah. We don't have many left. So yeah. if you, if you definitely want some, you know, come, come let us, you know, let us know. We have a form on Lydia'scastle.com that you can fill out. If you're not able to come to one of our shows, we do sell them at our shows and we're more than happy to sell them to you, uh, and ship them to you if you would like them. 
Yeah. So the physical copies came out on May 7th. That was our EP release show. Um, and then the digital copy is going to come out on June 3rd. So in a couple of weeks, you'll be able to stream it on all platforms. But if you do want a physical signed copy, like Cody said, lydiascastle.com, you can fill out a form there. We also have all of our merch, show tickets, our press kit, all of our music videos. Um, it's really like a one-stop shop. So if you're looking for anything Lydia's Castle, you can find it on our website. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I'm glad you did that too. Cause I know kind of people are getting away from it. Just that it's kind of CDs are hard to, uh, justify sometimes anymore, but I, I, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, I still like to collect physical merchandise. And, uh, so, yeah. um, so I have a whole collection of vinyl and CDs and all this stuff. So. Yeah. You'll, I mean, true, true blue markets, like you know, record collecting, movie collecting and all that stuff. I don't think that'll ever die. Now the, uh, the audience might be a lot smaller than it once was, but um, if you, if you put something out there, you're going to find somebody that's willing to, to, you know, support you and, and buy it and, right. and help you forward. So, you know, put it out there and see what happens. And it seems like it's doing really well. Yeah. Also, like vinyl is the current standard of physical media these days. It's like yeah. went full circle from seventies and eighties. Cause now that, you know, everything's digital and you don't really need to buy CDs anymore, which can get lost and scratched up. If someone actually wants to purchase like a physical piece of media, I feel like a lot of people go the collector's route and go with vinyl. Yeah. They're big and bulky, but there's so much you can package in there. It's a big piece of physical thing in your hands. I just can't wait till we get back to eight track and cassette tape. <laughs> I want to make, I want to make a Lydia's castle mixtape. <laughs> The cool thing about these CDs too, Shane, is uh, there's a QR code in there. So if you were to buy the CD, um, even as a collectible, uh, and let's say you wanted to play the CD in your car, but you don't have a CD player, there's a QR code inside of the liner notes that allows you to stream it digitally before everybody else. Mm, all right. so, um, so we, we definitely did something cool and extra with the CDs that make yeah. it worth people's while. But you, yeah. did, you get exclusive content that you're... Uh, you're not going to get from, from any other source. So it's definitely worth it uh, to, to have it at least as a collectible. I mean, yeah. if you want to spend your money somewhere, at least spend it with a, with a small business such as ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I have a couple of questions I've been uh, having fun uh, asking. Um, and uh, since we got the whole group here and uh, I was thinking like, what would be, um, the day comes along, you have a Lydia's Castle box set of uh, action figures. What what would you guys like to see with your accessories to go with your action figure? Uh, man, I wish we were a lot cooler looking like Kiss. That'd be awesome. Um, well, I got to have a stack behind me, so it's got to be it's got to be a figurine with like a full Marshall stack. Um, maybe. Uh, you can add like different pedals to my pedal board yeah. or you can add different guitars, That's you know? Cool. So like you had to buy, you know, all the other guitars are sold separately type of deal. <laughs> I like, I kind of like, I kind of like to capitalize on my, uh, on my figurine, you know, but uh, yeah, probably something like that. Just little, it's little things you can switch in and out on my, on my action figure. Sure. It'd probably be the same for me. Honestly, we're both, you know, guitar players in the sense <laughs> of the object we, you know, play. I don't know. Yeah. Bases sold separately. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe just some, you know, I've got a weird personality. So maybe some weird objects, you know, I can hold like a potato or something. <laughs> <laughs> or a cat. 
<laughs> or or a cat. cat. Yeah. 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 I like that. See Ellie. <laughs> Ellie sold separately. <laughs> what about you, John? What would be in your the your invisible man? The invisible man. That'll be John's. It's John. It's just an empty box. <laughs> it's, it's, like that, you know, it's just the, the the pedestal that the action figure goes on. You know, there was there was that invisible statue that sold for millions of dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's John. the most expensive action figure. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be like. Hair color dyes. <laughs> oh, different so, wigs. Yeah, or different wigs. Or yeah, you, like, you know those uh, life size, those doll heads that. Yeah. Yours will just be a doll head. Yeah. Just, like just, change the hair color. <laughs> like, what hair color do you want to be today? Right. And it says it's blue, but really it comes out red. Like all the colors are just red. <laughs> <laughs> Got never, you never get what you expect. <laughs> Yep, yep. That's it. just go to ladiescastle.com, one-stop shop for everything. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, thank you, Shane. Thanks for having us on, and uh, we appreciate you, and we'll we'll be seeing you at the show here in a couple of weeks.